Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to another episode of the Moments of Madness podcast. The show that brings you insightful and inspirational conversations with international guests who left their safe harbors behind in their pursuit of realizing something new and different. In each episode, we highlight real-life experiences of positive transformation as we explore the drivers behind their success. And now, here's your host, Tommy Sashi. Hey you, there you are. Welcome back to the show. It's time for us to dive deeper into what really matters in life. This is Moments of Madness, the show helping you to take charge and transform your life into something amazing. Make sure to subscribe and follow our weekly episodes to develop the sensitivity needed to realize your own opportunities and the courage to take action. The Moments of Madness podcast. On the last show, I had the honor of talking to superwoman Christina Peltin about her journey to learn something new every day using fear as the guiding light telling her when she is on the right path to positive transformation. Today's guest didn't run through Iran, but Jenny Vehemeki certainly fought her own battles through life. I'm sure it wasn't easy when she resigned from her management position and went through a divorce while having to think about special needs of her now 16-year-old son, born with an unusual genetic syndrome. Let's explore the journey that led her to change the perspective of what really matters in life. I'm super happy to have her on the show. Janet, welcome to Moments of Madness. Thank you. Janet, please tell us a little bit about yourself. Who are you? Uh, well, uh, I'm um, uh, 44 years old. I'm a mother of three children, uh, which one has uh, autism and he's uh, 16. Uh, and uh, my youngest daughter, at the moment I'm uh, at maternity leave with my youngest daughter, who is four months uh, only. Um, uh, professionally, I'm uh, um, a researcher uh, at uh, a center in Stockholm on organizational research and Stockholm Business School. Uh, I just took my PhD this year uh, in February, uh, so I'm uh, continuing with research there. Before getting started, you said that you have a 16-year-old with autism. Mm -hmm. I think that fact must have affected your journey a lot. Could you tell us a bit more about him? Yes, I think uh, he's the greatest uh, gift, really, for me in my life that really made me uh, or forced me kind of change the way I was uh, both thinking and living my life. Um, uh, he um, has an uh, 
a very unusual genetic syndrome uh, called FG syndrome uh, and uh, a mental retardation uh, and autism uh, and which we yeah discovered when yeah of course when he was uh, when he was born um and um, yeah so um i really made a my personal journey is really with with him which have made me to uh, changed the way I'm living and uh, doing my career and everything. When he was a child um, and younger, he was very uh, artist. The typicality in artists is really that you get uh, kind of obsessed with different things. And for him, it, it was uh, that he was, uh, yeah, like microwaves or uh, some machines and so that he could... Uh, look at a yeah, washing machine for example for an hour he could just look at look at that and get very obsessed with with those things something rolling or so so he got he kind of safeguards himself or uh, in an um, with the machines or where he feels himself safe in that environment so um yeah he gets he got very obsessed with things and it took a lot of time to kind of get uh, him communicating with us and getting a social contact and eye contact uh, with with uh, with him and he didn't develop normally neither motorically or physically he had very difficult many difficulties in starting uh, with everything that many young kids do with the crawling and walking and talking and so so we spent many many hours uh, uh, trying to to get contact and trying to get, get him to to develop let's head back in time and uh, see what happened in your life because you decided to to change your life and you had and you had a moment of madness when when did that happen the, the main moment of man was one was in uh, 2009 2010 when uh, i really felt myself very stuck uh, in my life i felt uh, very lonely and no support uh, empty, emptiness and uh, yeah i didn't get any kind of kicks out of uh, my job any longer uh, i was then um, um, a manager at a, a public aid organization had responsibility for staff for 20 staff members. I had a good career, um, earning <laughs> good money. I was married. Uh, I uh, we had bought a house, uh, two kids, and we both had good incomes. And uh, even though my external life kind of looked quite perfect and quite uh, well, <laughs> I, I really felt all these feelings of. Uh, yeah, loneliness and that I was totally stuck in my life and didn't uh, I, I didn't feel any happiness uh, of uh, um, anything I was doing actually any longer it was actually one night I remember that when I was totally sleepless and I realized that I really need to change um, both internal things within myself how I was kind of like reacted to external things happening since I was all the time I was um, just thinking I was in my mind very very much I was uh, thinking about meetings tomorrow and what to do with my son and so so I was very much trapped in my mind 
so I really yeah decided I need to change my internal things on I can't be so much in my mind was my thinking I need to be somehow I need to be able to relax the, the actions I saw in front of me was really that I need to quit my job and I need to take a divorce um, but at the same time I felt that I really I can't do both of these things simultaneously I need to plan this ahead so the first thing I did was I took some sessions with uh, um, a Zen coach, which is a coaching principle where you kind of get into your body and find the solutions in your life from within yourself, uh, from relaxation, really, that you relax into your body and then kind of the solutions in your life <laughs> should appear. How did you come to that realization that you you wanted to go and see a, a certain coach? Because, I mean, in this moment, you were very much in the middle of everything. How did you even find a certain coach? Yeah, it was a friend of mine who, who kind of who, whom I asked <laughs> that, okay, who should you recommend me to, to go to? Uh, so I found this uh, person. But uh, it was also from the, the training that we were doing with, the, uh, with my son at the moment. We were doing a training called the Sunrise Training. So I had... Uh, training uh, in, um, in in the States. Working with my son, the, the, the principle in that training is based on that you should just be present and to be uh, accepting to your child's uh, different behaviors. And I really felt that I had such a difficulty in being present. I was all the time just thinking ahead on things I should do tomorrow or either yeah, thinking about what I didn't do yesterday or a couple, why did this happen to me? So I was kind of um, really difficulty in feeling I was present and I, w I had really difficulty also in feeling my body and kind of what, what happened in my body. So I really felt that I couldn't actually help out with my son um, in, in this type of training. So that really made me to realize that I need to do something in order to be able to be present uh, with, with him. Starting out uh, uh, with meditation, for me it was, I, I couldn't actually meditate more than 30 seconds at a time at the moment. I, I really felt that it was uh, yeah, 30 seconds or one minute. I I, I had my I had this um, on the phone this uh, apps uh, on on meditation and one of them was one minute and I realized okay after 30 seconds I kind of disappear in my thoughts I can't do it more so I started out with like okay one minute each day for uh, some time and then I could ex expand that uh, that time and I noticed that okay now I'm actually expanding it to three minutes to five minutes and so so I could. Uh, so meditation was really a key for me to just uh, yeah, stay, really to stay with your breath and stay with exactly what is happening in your uh, in your body at the at the moment. For me and what is uh, in Zen coaching uh, a very <laughs> a principle is uh, is really to you stay with uh, whatever happens in your body at the moment. Just stay with it, and it actually passes away. Uh, whatever feeling you have, or whatever like a headache, if you have that and it's really really headache, it maybe expands and it gets worse if you stay with it and if you don't try to take an, a pill to get rid of it. But uh, after a couple of minutes or a, a while, it, it really does fade away. So if you yeah, just accept whatever is happening, it really passes away after a while. And I think for me, that realization on 
but I don't I don't need to get rid of things happening in me. It's not external things that are causing me some some pain. It's uh, I can handle the pain inside of my body. I really felt myself uh, strong uh, in in my body, and since I knew that, okay, this is uh, I can handle whatever is happening, even though I try to seek for a new job and I don't have it or try to find a new love with a new partner and I'm rejected, uh, I can handle it. After you had this realization, so what did you do? Um, yeah, the first thing yeah, I, was that I, um, I quit my job. Uh, I started out with um, uh, doing a PhD instead, or it took um, a year or so until I, I had a PhD um, uh, position. But uh, I, I, I started out meeting people, having lunch with people I knew I wanted to work with. Uh, that was really somehow I wanted to be um, career wise I really wanted to be like true in what I was doing I didn't want to work for an organization who who where I needed to be a facade or do something someone else was telling me I wanted to do something truthful and kind of so I, I started out yeah meeting with people who uh, I knew or I thought I wanted to work with and then kind of and interviewing them or like feeling okay was this a person who was good to work with and so and and then uh, um, then from there the phd position uh, appeared and um, um, so then i started out writing a phd about uh, the very same working practices i had been through and the whole phd process was really like a therapy for me actually to to really be able to do research and read research and to disseminate a question very deeply i was granted by the very same organization to do this phd in the end so i had to, i i needed to lower my salary quite heavily but i i yeah i i had a lower lower salary when when doing that but it was more it was very, really, for me, much more, um, yeah, that I, I felt that this was the right thing to do at the moment. I actually, I, I really felt that I couldn't do anything else than that. It was really the right thing to do uh, at the moment. So I, um, yeah, the salary wasn't everything. And the money was really, I really had a thought, many thoughts about what is what does money make with us like what what is is it really like uh, yeah earning and is is money is money what i'm working for and and why why is a good salary is is this good salary really like making me worthwhile who i am or is it something else many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. You are listening to the Moments of Madness podcast with Tommy Seshi. If you are listening through iTunes or Stitcher, please rate us or write a short review. Also, if you enjoy this episode, please share it. The Moments of Madness podcast. What is important for me, it's really, uh, I feel uh, to to not, uh, as I said in, in the beginning, there were like many of these that I, I felt I was lonely, uh, even though I had, uh, I was in an organization and I was married and I, I felt I was lonely. I didn't have love in my life. I had very much emptiness in my life. And so I think uh, starting to like really... Um, from inside of me, to, to I can give love to myself, kind of, you know, if, and I can, the emptiness really comes from uh, my thinking of if I'm empty or uh, if I'm uh, lonely and uh, if I don't have support. And if I, I'm supporting myself, then I get support from, from externally uh, as well. And if I dare to ask for support, and people do actually support me, and I think, uh, um, yeah, I've made many realizations on uh, in moments uh, uh, like at, at the same moment when I um, when, when I then took uh, a divorce from from my husband since uh, yeah I didn't feel the commu- the communication and love we we didn't have that inner inner balance in our relationship and. Uh, uh, I was then when I had lowered my salary and I was in a PhD position. Um, I was uh, yeah. I I needed to find somewhere else to um, where to live with my kids uh, and. Uh, uh, I really wanted to stay in the house that we uh, had. Uh, the, yeah, we own a, or now I own a big house in Stockholm, which is quite expensive, and I needed to take a loan for that. And I was kind of, I can't, a bank will never give me a loan to my house since uh, uh, it's too expensive, and I only have a quite low salary from my PhD position. But the, then I really, when I had a talk with my the bank lady uh, and uh, yeah, really told her that I, uh, this is really what I would want to, to stay in the house and uh, I think I can manage it, but I'm not sure. And she kind of really listened to me in that moment uh, since I was quite authentic with her. I really like told her like what, what, I, <laughs> what I wanted. And uh, she said that, yeah, okay, I really hear that you want to stay in the house, so maybe we can solve it somehow. So how could you get an income of the house? Can you do something with the house? And then I started to just, uh, yeah, talking with her about that, okay, I could uh, maybe do um, rent out some of the rooms in the house and uh, I could uh, build up a separate apartment uh, in the house, which I also could rent out and uh, uh, I uh, created a meditation room, a yoga room, which I rented out for different purposes. Some teachers who were doing some yoga trainings and so in the in the house. So, 
then I actually got an income out of the house and the bank lady who, who wouldn't give me a loan since I had just such a low, low income, she really helped me out from that situation. What I really realized was that if you're authentic uh, with yourself and what you really want and long for in your life, then people really in your surroundings do help you out. And people you, do, you don't even imagine that this would be someone who could help you out. They, could, they, can, they can do that, like this bank lady did. After you really yeah, know what you actually want and what you actually where your direction is, you start thinking of the positive things or what you can actually how you would want your life, even though you're stuck in that moment and you think that this is this will never be possible. It's kind of if you just open up the space for thinking in another way what you would want or need in your life, then then there are there are always exist people who help you out with the, with that, and you start talking talking with people about your situation and uh, yeah where you are and what you need and so. But then yeah. You need to be really open about your and be very vulnerable. You can really be vulnerable in, in that situation to just open up and say exactly, exactly where, where you actually stand at the moment. But I think yeah, that's, that's been a lesson for me, at least. You, you met a new partner. You have uh, taken this spirituality into uh, to your life as a big part of your life today. Yeah, I met uh, a new partner from... Um, I, I myself, after a while, started to do this Zen coaching training. So after having been taking coaching sessions and that, I, I did the training myself uh, for a year. And that really opened me up for... Uh, kind of daring to uh, uh, be uh, and daring to have a good relationship in in my life and daring to really ask for that and uh, uh, I met uh, uh, a new new partner and uh, we decided to uh, uh, after only a year since I'm so old <laughs> so I we, we decided quite quickly that okay we would need we wanted a new child so And that was also a moment of kind of daring to have a baby in my uh, my age. That was uh, a step we took. And then we now we are, um, he has also a spiritual path or more like self-development path uh, besides his career path. So we are together. Uh, we have um, um, a meditation um, group coming to our house every um, every Wednesday, and we um, are building up a, a more a course center, and we do some um, sessions with people on Zen uh, um, coaching and other other type of like spiritual uh, growth. In the second episode, we we talked with Anita Delscor, and she have developed these three important values for her in her life. Mm -hmm. Do you see that you have these kind of values that they just have to be there for you to to be happy? To really be like relaxed in in, uh, I think that's the key thing for every, any decision I'm going to take. I feel that uh, if if I'm taking it from a tense position in my body, then uh, um, it will probably not be a good decision. I kind of need to yeah be relaxed first before I, I you can you can wait until you need to answer an email or whatever for for a day and just yeah stay yeah stay relaxed so to take decisions from a relaxed position and then um, maybe just to yeah acceptance um of things that are happening and it's not that you are 
it's not the world is not kind of attacking you it's you you can internalize and accept whatever is happening and and you can make decisions what of but whatever situation is happening in uh, in outside of you uh, you can you can you can take a decision you have the choice to take a decision within yourself on how to uh, how to uh, take that uh, information so i think acceptance is really uh, a key word for me uh, in any moment uh, i am are there any other key learnings that you you want to share with our audience that you learned through your journey i think about this on being present as well on actually seeing things exactly as they are at this moment in time and not uh, Uh, being uh, uh, either planning for the future or being uh, yeah <laughs> thinking about what has happened in the past to really be present with the, uh, who you're talking with at the moment and who you're like doing something within the in the moment it's a key learning for me if i'm present uh, solutions uh, typically come to you uh, automatically There is a flow of life, and if you can just like follow it and see it, um, yeah, the, those the solutions do come come to you automatically. Yeah. So a question that just came to my mind is: How many minutes do you do meditation today? From half a minute to. Uh, <laughs> It's uh, now since with I'm with my uh, daughter, it's really it, it, I, I don't have any like that. I, can, I, I don't know if I can do it every day either, but I, I do it continuously. I do it when I walk. I do it. Uh, I, I can do it like uh, when I cook food or when I, I it's not I don't have a planned uh, meditation. Uh, I, I can't have that with three kids. It's impossible. I just do it when there is a moment for for it. It's not anything you need to. To kind of plan and you need to have a meditation room to do it's something you can really do uh, in your in your normal life and that's what uh, i do i do when there is an occasion <laughs> yeah Or i try to be present it's meditation is really about being present uh, in the moment and uh, it's the only thing it's kind of if directly when i notice that i'm uh, out in my thoughts in something else i try to kind of like come back to okay am i present in what i'm doing right now i'm cooking uh, Uh, food for my kids so am I present in this or am I somewhere else so then I just try to come back to what I'm doing at the moment and uh, uh, yeah if anyone are interested in getting started with meditation never tried before how do you do it on youtube there's so many guided meditations with people i think guided meditations are of course good to start with because then you have someone who is and not silent meditations you can Uh, listen to different uh, uh, different teachers and uh, on the on your phones there are apps that you can have uh, for a meditation it's just to scroll meditation and there's a lot of guided meditations that you can do on the subway you can do them uh, anywhere uh, and uh, um, it's uh, for me meditation practice would also was to do some of the very active meditations meaning that you are doing shaking and you're doing dancing and you're doing some things with your body so uh, i've done some osho meditations which are uh, more like you you'd really shake your body and get things out of that and i think that's specifically good for women often to to do some type of more active bodily meditations if you find it difficult to just sit down or lie down and do, do a meditation so you can 
uh, yeah, do do those. And those you can also find on Spotify and, and YouTube. Uh, just uh, Google on Osho uh, Meditations, for example. As I said, we have a meditation, yeah, meditation practice in my house. We try out different types of meditations. So we have both yoga and active meditations and uh, guided meditations, silent meditations. So we have different types of meditations that we try out uh, with, with a group of people. And anyone who living in Stockholm are very welcome to come to our sessions. Just to share some words with our audience about uh, how they can reach out to you. We have a Facebook group called uh, Loving Presence, but it's in Swedish, Kärleksfull Närvaro. And so you can just uh, um, ask to join that group. And uh, I have uh, my contact details for my research uh, things and so on. So googling on my, my name, which is the only one in the, in the world that have with, with my name. And there you can find the research activities that I'm doing at the Stockholm Business School. Thank you so much for sharing this with us. And as always, you'll be able to find relevant links and information to get in touch with today's guest, Janet, at www.podcastofmadness.com slash five. Something new on the web is that we now share a number of books who meant a great deal for our guests. Get online to see which Janet recommended. And don't forget to leave a comment or maybe even a question for Janet. Janet, thank you so much for being with us. Mm, thank you so much. Let's briefly look back at today's a little bit long episode. I really thought that we touched upon a couple of central things when it comes to personal transformation. First of all, you need to be present today, in this moment, now. Next, you should explore what you really want to be doing with your life. When you realize that, you might be surprised how many people around you will be able and willing to help you out. Certainly, we will explore meditation and mindfulness more in future episodes. Next Sunday is Christmas Eve, what you might or might not be celebrating. No matter what, you might have some time to enjoy a good show before the new year. Naturally, I will release a new episode next Monday, the 25th, where I have invited my good Spanish friend Thomas Delgado to tell about his grand moments in life. I won't tell you much more right now, but he will probably be able to inspire you to make yourself some promises for the new year. Thank you for being with us, and don't forget that the price of doing the same old thing is higher than the price of change. That's this week's episode of the Moments of Madness podcast. We hope you had an inspirational journey and that you will be back for more. Don't miss a thing. Sign up for our newsletter at www.podcastofmadness.com, where you will also find out more about the show and how to reach us. Thank you for listening. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.